bad enough that I altered the power structure of Europe, but I didn't even protect Joan! And add to the fact that I found out God is real, attained proof of it, and I, I lost it! <laughs> I just... I wish I could get my mind sorted out! Sigmund Freud wasn't of any help. Something about this theory that it's anxiety about my mother's anus just doesn't even sit right. And to be honest, neither did she. Christ, that hurt. Anyway, Carl Jung was no good. He said it was an iteration of the con artist prophet archetype. No, all need something less psychotherapeutic and more theologistic in areas. Wait, yes, I met God. So I need a religious genius to unscramble my brain. Someone with experience with the old Holy Trinity. Or Neo, if worse comes to worse. But who should I visit? Who would understand? Moses? Muhammad? Jabbering Eric, the friendly bus prophet? I love him. No, no. They talked about what God said. I'm worried about how meeting God affected my inner self. My inner self- That's it! I'll talk to the godfather of internal theological narrative himself. Ahem, <coughs> Cough. Listeners, dear listeners, are, are you listening, listeners? <laughs> of course you are. It's nominative determinism. How foolish of me. I'm marvelous. You have no choice but to listen to my splendiferous pipes. Anyway, all right, let's get the intro right, as that's about as important as anything else. Need to center oneself podcastily if we're going to go on a spiritual journey, eh? As you well know by now, my name is Niles Existentialism Border Crisis III. I was a journalist, rich family, bunch of estate sales and unfortunate family deaths went down, swept most of the family out from under their feet, yada yada yada, boom, time machine. I'm relabeling this audio entry as a daring new tale of adventure through time. Join me now as I journey my little tuckus to the 5th century BCE, to the town of Capivastu? Yes, Capivastu, near the Indian-Nepalese border, to meet Siddhartha Gautama, the man the world will know as Buddha, on the restry of history's mysteries. In an effort to remain culturally sensitive, the Restory of History's Mysteries will not take part in the ugly habit of having white actors portraying South Asian characters. We hope the following scenes will enlighten and entertain without the distraction of cultural appropriation or insulting stereotypes. Simply put, we will not be engaging in any Apu from The Simpsons hogwash. And now, scene two, somewhere in Kipilvester, yes. Well, I hope this is the right place. The records aren't very clear on when and where exactly Buddha lived. I say, you there! Do you know where I can meet the Buddha? Well, like, uh, that depends, eh? Like, what do you want to meet a Buddha? No, you misunderstand. Um, I'm looking for the one known as Buddha. He's a wise man. Used to go by the name of uh, Siddhartha Gautama. Oh, Gautama. Oh, yeah, he's the prince, eh? Yeah, real skookum fella. He's up in the castle, eh? Uh, Alright, you go down this road, yeah? And you hang a Larry when you see the guy selling yaks. I see. Uh, thank you. Um, say, what's that drink? 
some sort of honey mead? Oh, it is? No, it is just a doble doble from Timmy's. Get you right down to the side of the road there, and you'll find yourself one of the most satisfying deals you'll ever shake a loony at. You betcha. Wait, um, I'm not entirely certain I'm in the right place. Would you help me get my bearings about my personage, good sir? Where exactly are we? Well, you're right on the border, yeah? Uh, India's over there, and Nepal's up that way. Uh, up that way, yes. Yeah, the Great White East. Uh, uh. You can see Kathmandu just through the mountains over there. Oh, right, yes. Oh, okay, right. Oh, that's Kathmandu indeed. Well, uh, thank you, kind sir, of dubious accentage, for the assistance. I will um, be on my way. What a hoser. Hello, uh, hello, uh, Prince Siddhartha. Uh, I seek your wisdom. Hey, buddy. How's it going? Uh, oh, uh, well, I, I, admittedly, I expected a little bit more pomp. Um, yes, well, uh, go with what you're given. Oh, hello! I'm Niles Higgins Booterberry of the Third, and, uh, I'm not doing so well, your enlightenedness. I've had an experience that has somewhat warped my otherwise lock-trap industrious revolutionary mind. Huh. So you're... you're not happy? That's weird. Hey, maybe you should try harder. I mean, life's pretty sweet. It wasn't and just exactly the cheer up, you know? It's more like those badly rendered minion memes my Aunt Beatrice posts talking about how happiness is a choice and what have you. I swear that lady has never experienced hardship in her life. What's a hardship? Hardship? Oh, it's it's the ship that crashed on the Genesis planet. No, I'm sorry. It's it's what happens. Uh, it's it's when something bad happens, usually through no fault of your own. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Like uh, like when they run out of gummy worms at the Froyo bar. Oh, I hate that. Well, yes, but actually, no. I, I mean, like when you get a serious illness. Or when your whole department at work gets laid off because your position has been automated. Or when your parents don't buy you that officially licensed replica of the Cyberman's helmet because asbestos falling into a ceiling and loo that's leaking into the garden, and grandfather's knee needing draining again are apparently all more important than Doctor Who. You lost me. What's, um, illness? Aha! Of course! I've gone back too far. You haven't yet found Nirvana. Oh, yes, I have. I was in them way before, never mind. Oh, great, unenlightened and a music snob. Let me tell you, nothing compares to their MTV Unplugged in New York album. Never mind, barely holds a candle to- Wait, forget all of this! I need psychotheological help! Your Highness, I would like you to come with me, and you'll see a tour of the human condition. Then boredom and social deprivation. Mm, I don't know. I've never been outside before. Yes, yes, that explains a lot, honestly. Well, spit spot, tip top. It's time for old Niles here to take you downtown, said Arthur Brown. It's time for an education of the glorious atrocities of existence. 
This way, your highness. I'm sure you'll see someone soon. Just look for skin sags, eye bags, dirty rags. I guess so. I'm still not sure what you're talking- Oh, good God! That man is hideous! Hey! Oh, no, 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 no. He's not hideous. He's just very old. Hey! Old? What's that? Well, it's when people live for a long time, their bodies weaken and they begin to lose their vitality. Often their minds grow weaker too. It's as sad as it is inevitable. Oh, what the hell? I'm right here! Yes, it's quite unfortunate, really. The sad state of this very, very, really definitely old man is quite unfortunate. His tragically old age has robbed him of his virility and his basic significance as a human being. What's the matter with you? Jeez! It's... it's... it's almost too much to look at. Oh, oh, come, let's move along quickly now. Uh, Words hurt, you know. (laughs) So, uh... So what happens to that guy happens to everybody? Eventually, yes. Even me? Multivitamins help, but not for long. Yeah. What's up with this guy? I believe he's very sick. I'll say. Smells awful. Hey, take a bath, would ya? Oh, said Arthur. He's probably too weak to bathe. Disease makes some people frail. Some diseases make people lose control of their bowels. Some make people vomit. Some become more and more serious, and then eventually end in death. Yeah, you lost me. You... Wait. Wait, you don't know about... Death? <laughs> What's that? Some some kind of tapas? No, the death tapas are served later, during the Inquisition... No, never, never mind, never mind. Let's see, it's ancient times, so there's probably a corpse around here somewhere. Nearly dead. Nearly dead. Definitely nearly dead. Nearly dead. Ah, here's one! Good grief! Hey, mister. You got bugs all over you. Hey, get up. God, what kind of guy lets bugs crawl all over him like that? Gross. He's not letting them. He's dead. You lost me. Dead? It it means not alive. He, He can't move or think or talk or do anything. Oh. So, so how do we fix him? You don't. You can't fix it. Wait, what? But that sucks. Ugh, glad I'm not like him. That sounds like a drag. Said Arthur, you are like him. You're going to die. Someday. Oh, come on. I'm afraid so. But it's not fair. I know. Tell me about it. Life isn't fair. You don't always get the Cyberman helmet. But, but, but that's ridiculous. Of course it's fair. Should be. Right? Well, I'll tell you what. Let's do this by the numbers. You've now seen a very ugly, really terribly old and haggard old man. Oh, come on! A gruesomely sick person and someone who has succumbed to death. Life isn't fair. We all either get sick, or die, or both, someday. Oh, man. That's the balance of life. You ruined my life, you know that? 
Maybe I should have planned this better. Let's start over. Um, all right. Sit down for a second. All right. So, in the beginning, God created man. Well, in a portion of the world. Well, there's actually several gods. Um, one created shoes. Why would you show me all these horrors? His name was... I was happy. Everything was cool. Now, now, now. It'll be okay. You're going through a perfectly normal phase of life. But the, the life sucks. Well, that's another normal part. But look, here. Come over here. Look at this man right here. Ah, finally! It's Eddie's time to shine! Ah, no! No, not the very definitely haggard and dying shriveled old raisin man. Hey! No, the man next to him. Oh, great, another guy who danced. No, he's actually alive. He's just sitting there with flies on him. What a freak. Yes, but, Sir Arthur, it's by choice. This man is trying to get past the pains and pleasures of life and find spiritual wisdom. Boring. Yes, but think about it. If pain and death are unfair, then life would appear to be pointless. Huh. Wait. Hey. Ah, oh, crap. Life is pointless? Come on! I was having some really good day! Let me finish, let me finish! Hold on, wait a minute. It would seem pointless, but this man is thinking about his spirit, his soul, and life beyond the merely physical aspects. Ugh. So it's either pointless suffering or sitting around thinking all day. Oh boy, what a great field trip. So many laughs and fun memories for my scrapbook. <gasps> you have a scrapbook too? Oh my goodness, we should share! Mine has the moment I saw an airship explode and, uh, oh, judging by your face, maybe we should return to the palace. <clears throat> yes, yes, please. Everything's great there. At least there people have the courtesy not to show up to work old or sick or deft. Death, yes. Uh, I'll tell you what. You think about what you've seen today. Think long and hard. It may take several years to process, <laughs> trust me. But in the end, I think it'll be good for you, and it'll make you quite famous and respected. Those aren't code words for sick, are they? Oh, no, no. It'll only be good for you and for others. And I'll come back in a few years and check in on you. Yeah, whatever. Maybe if I think about it enough, I'll be as sad and as ugly as you. I'm going to chalk that up to a budding comprehension of life's randomness and not to any personal little will. Boo! All right, well, I'll take my leave now. I hope you'll take my advice. Now, where did I see it? It must be the machine. Yeah, bye, you uh, ugly, mean ah. man, loser, you, you, you dumb, dummy. Hey, I'm... I'm sorry. You're right. I was just upset about how life sucks and suffering is inescapable. It's kind of a lot of take. Hey. Niles? Where'd you go? Niles? Niles! He disappeared. Now that is interesting.
Well, that was an absolute bust, wasn't it? Blasted machine under short once again, entirely not of any fault of my own. Must be the damn rook fault that got pulled into the gasoline pipe. At least I think it takes gasoline. Thing hasn't exploded yet. Anyway, I, I, I'm still suffering my way through this monotheistic crisis. Down in the ecclesiastical dumps, as it were. Even worse, I met Buddha before he was Buddha, and he turned out to be just quite ruder. Oh, dear Lord, I'm so down in the dumps, I'm coming up with plague on rhymes. I don't think this even happens all the time, and stop it! I must go back! I've got to be Buddha before he's spiritually enlightened. I still haven't cured myself. I'm so depressed that I'm falling back on cheap gags for laughs. This is unacceptable, entirely inappropriate podcast behavior. The great Niles Haversbottom Barrier III would never resort to syllabic wordplay to interview the rich and flamous. No, I must go back. Onward to things that have not yet happened. Again! Yeah, that's great, kid. Real good. Just focus on your breathing and ignore everything going on around you. Ah, wonderful. I've arrived right on time. Oh, thank heavens and the guy I met above. The time machine actually worked this time. Okay, so it... Hmm, well, it looks like he's training a student. Oh, excellent. All right, while you're doing that, I'm going to go check on lunch. Uh, hello, uh, Prince Siddhartha. Niles. Well, what do you know? Hey, kid, this is the guy I was telling you about. He started me on my path of enlightenment. Greetings, mister! Shh, no talking. Well, Niles Higgins Barden Burnham III, how the heck are you? Well, I, honestly, I'm about the same as when I last saw you. Hey, how about some food? I got some brats going on the grill. You want some, uh, you want some water? Juice? How about a nice Arnold Palmer? Uh, well, I mean, I'm not gonna say no to a nice Arnold Palmer. You ever had an Arnold Palmer? Uh, well, I I've had one once or twice. You they're know what's quite... in an Arnold Palmer, don't you? Well, I mean, you take you know, a little it's... bit of iced tea. Oh, uh, you, you're going. You shopping. take some lemonade. Yes. And then you mix them together. Right, together. And you go in there. You get some ice and a nice glass. You pour the lemonade in first, so yes. that uh, you get all the sediment at the bottom there, and then the iced tea comes down, and yeah. it, it, the, the force of it pushes it all up and dissipates it, so it's nice and smooth. It dissipates. And, uh, give yes. it a little stir, and little stir. it's just incredibly refreshing on a nice summer day. Not a big and stir, a little stir. World, yeah, 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 just a little stir. Yeah. And on this part of the world, every day is a sunny summer day, and so... Uh, yes, it's a beautiful day, actually, and they're all is, like this. Yes. Hey. All yes. right, saints be praised. Yes, and I so do. you just have a little sip, and yes. you just feel great. It's... Yes. Oh, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. With, without any of the alcohol, either. It's just it's just good. Without it's any of the what? Without any of the, uh, the the alcohol, it's oh, just a, no, no. it's just it's a uh, it's a soft drink. So big nothing, a big a fan of the Oldland Palmer and not a fan of the uh, oh, the yes. Long Island iced tea. I've never heard of it. What's that? What's Long Island? Is that? Oh no! Oh, you're talking about Sri Lanka. No, that's a. It's called Sri Lanka. I know. I it's. I get that you're just naming it after its geographical characteristics, but no, it's called Sri Lanka. 
I'm going to go ahead and blindly agree with you on that, and I can see now that you're emphasizing the sensual pleasure of a cool, refreshing drink as a reminder that we are merely beasts trapped in a physical form. We must strive for enlightenment. We must also appreciate the joy and zen in the tiny moments of life. What a lovely meditation. So, do you want one? Oh, um, sure, I, uh, thank you. Hey, what happened to you since the last time you were here? You went in the back room there and you disappeared. Nearest I could figure, you shed your physical form and attain spiritual awakening. Oh, yes, I, I mean, oh, yes, that's definitely what happened. Is that something anyone can do? Um, uh, yes, if you work hard enough and focus your life on spiritual matters, you could do it too. Well, I'll be a monkey's uncle in my next incarnation. That sounds great. Wait till I tell the guys about this. They'll flip. Tell us about what? Ow! Shh, no talking. Oh dear, what have I gotten myself into? He thinks I've done all the things he's supposed to do. Ahem, allowed. Um, I say Buddha. Huh? What's that? Oh, um, that, that, that's uh, what, what, what you shall be known as. Uh, your father, your followers are actually called Buddhists. Huh. I've only known the name Siddhartha Gautama, and my followers have been calling themselves Guatemalans. But most folks just call me Sid. Hey, there's Sid, they say. And when I walk, they say, Sid walks. And when I fish, they say, Sid fishes. Ah, Sid fishes. That was a junky bass player in my time. Can you explain, like, three quarters of that? Nope. You'll figure it out when you're Buddha. Oh, right. So what is that? Like a, a word for a big smart guy? A big old brainiac? Mr. Mental? More or less, yes. A professor of prayer? A PhD in G.O.D.? A sitcha scholarin' and religious hollerin'? I'm going to flat out agree to all of that. A devourer of doctrine and divinity? An omnivore of omniscience? Let's go with absolutely for this one as well. A wielder of Occam's philosophic knife who's a realtor selling a block of theophostic life? And I think we've had quite enough of that for one radio drama. Oh. Sorry? I mean, um, we must, um, still the voice in order to, uh, listen to the universe or, uh, something. Hey, that's pretty good. That's like one of those fortune cookie things. Yes, I believe they're called, uh, koans. Yeah, yeah, koans. I've been thinking up some of those myself. Here, can a dog be enlightened? Very interesting concept, yes. Though dogs are incapable of logic or higher thought, perhaps it is that very lack of so-called intelligence and their constant awareness that opens them up to seeing the universe as an entity that we're all merely parts of. Yeah. And, like, what if dogs could think? Oh, or talk. Oh, man. <laughs> A talking dog, can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yes, yes. Hey, I... hey, can I have a bone? I'm a dog. 
<laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah, very good. A talking, uh, talking dog. I, I feel like something's lost in the translation there. Uh, look, Buddha. Do you have any more koans? Oh sure. Yeah. Uh, here we go. So there's a tree, right? And it falls down. Oh yes. I know this one, in fact. But but if but if no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? What? What kind of goofy question is that? Um, it's it's a f- famous koan. It, it, it's it's the go-to example of Zen Buddhism. Well, that's preposterous. Of course, it makes a sound. Stuff isn't quiet just because you're not there. Uh, but but. But, 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 but how do you know that? Because that's how sound works. What's the matter with you? N- n- never mind. Look, look, the reason I wanted to talk with you is... What? You think sound only happens inside your ears? Well, no. It could be captured on microphones, uh, but you do need some sort of diaphragm, such as the one in the eardrum, in order to convert air, moving at various frequencies into sound. So in a sense, physics works to post in this one specific koan. Yes, I will give you that. But what I'm trying to talk to you about is... Wait, 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 wait. So, sound does only exist in ears? Yes, yes, quite, quite. Now, look, look, uh, um, uh, I need to talk to you about why I arrived, anyway. Uh, I need to talk to you about God. Whoa. You see, I met him, and... Oh, wow, cool. Uh, yes, cool. <laughs> yes, very good. Uh, yes, so, I met him. That's heavy, man. And I have proof of his existence, uh, which was a bit too much for my mind to wrap itself. Oh, uh, for sure, yeah. That's crazy. Hey! Are you sure it was really God? Maybe it was just air moving in your ears or whatever, like you said. Yes, I'm sure I I had definitive proof. God spoke to me. I recorded it on Rex, my tape recording robot. Huh. Well, uh, what did he say to you? Niles, watch it with the divergent timelines, dumbass. Um, it's not important. Uh, The reason I sought you out is having proof of God's existence has done quite a number on the old psyche. Sure, yeah. I've spoken with experts on the mind, but they haven't been much help since you're the example par excellence of how the mind and universal infinite intertwine. You seem like the perfect one to seek advice from. Gee, thanks. You know what? You're welcome. I truly have, and truly do, appreciated slash appreciate the time I've spent with you. And now, Buddha. He of the all-knowing and the all-understanding. He who understands the intermingling of fate, the universe and whatnot. What is your advice? Oh. Um... All right, so you met God. Hey, was it a talking dog? (laughs) No! Oh, oh man, that would have been great. All right, uh, well, hmm. I guess you should feel pretty honored and happy. Maybe humble. I mean, that doesn't happen to hardly anybody, right? Um, so, hey, how did you meet him or her or it or whatever? Were you meditating or or fasting or something? I hope it wasn't fasting. Fasting's the worst. 
I was trying to help a young lady who's in the process of becoming a saint. Yeah, that's the ticket. Uh, it, it didn't go so well. Oh, well, all right. Well, that sounds pretty good. You were doing something nice, and God talked to you. So what's the problem? Well, it's, it's just that it's an awful lot for me to process. I mean... I know about some religions, various ideas about sin, what happens when you die and everything, but I suppose faith and knowledge are quite radically different processes, and having them combined so suddenly was unlike anything I'd ever experienced. It was a shock, like a trauma, but a positive one. You'd think talking about it with the founders of psychology would have helped, but I got nothing of it. I really hoped... You'd be able to provide the wisdom needed to help me integrate this experience into my life, but you don't help at all. You just spit out half the Cohen and call it meditation. Uh, I'd be better off seeking help from a hot yoga clan. Sorry? Oh, no need to apologize. It's just not your skill set. Well, not yet, anyway. No, no, I mean, sorry I didn't catch that. I was thinking up a new Koan. All right, so you get a cat. And you put it in a box, okay? Ah! You follow me? Yes, I follow you. You follow me? Yes! Okay. Now, you close the box. Is the cat still there? You get it? Let me get this straight. You're saying you put a cat in a box. And then don't know if it's still there. Right? Like, like maybe it's gone. <laughs> you know, a man named Schrodinger proposed a similar koan, but included poison gas to illustrate quantum physics. What you're describing seems to be a debate on optic permanence. Whoa, I gotta write this down. That's quality content. Ugh, I've had just about enough of this. Goodbye, Buddha. I'm going to leave now. You've given me nothing but despair. I hope the future holds more for you. Hey, thanks, buddy. Yeah, thank you to you as well. You've got too many assistants around you. You make them all lean down. Of all the people said Hollywood Tower, having even interacted an opportunity to interact with him is Buddha. Buddha of all people. Count single song. Buddha. Buddha. Hey, did you write all that down? Yes, sir. Shh, no talking. Hi, I'm Siddhartha Gautama, TV's The Buddha, here to talk to you about the new credit monitoring app, Credit Zen. The spiritual energy of the universe is an incomprehensibly huge swirling chaos that contains both benevolent goodwill as well as ignorant cruelty. And at any time, that churning disorder can either help or hurt that most vital component of your soul's journey through life your credit score. Credit Zen is the only app that monitors your credit score. There are many others that claim to do so, but they're all figments of your imagination, just like the rest of the perceived world, if you really think about it. Use Credit Zen to pull your score out of samsara and achieve the highest score possible, which experts agree is the only way to find spiritual fulfillment. Use the promo code BODYKAPAYANAMA for 15% off your first month's subscription fee. Credit Zen. Sign up, you loser.
won a credit score of 810. Just pray to the gods of Credit Zen. Credit Zen is not responsible for existential crises. Ah, what a disappointing trip! Not only did a figure whose wisdom is legendary turn out to be a complete dotard, but all of my issues remain unresolved. I'm so despondent, I've gone outside to stand under this tree and have a good long think. Sigh. I mean, uh, whichever works for podcasting. So where has this most recent voyage through time left me? Buddha was just as unhelpful as Freud and Jung in unpacking my baggage. I mean, what if dogs could talk? That's wisdom? <laughs> I wonder if this little extracurricular of mine was such a good idea. Perhaps having to deal with the cosmic truths being dropped on my head, I've also been put in mortal danger multiple times. Sword fights, explosions, executions. I'd be better off going on safari than meeting history's greatest figures. It'd certainly be easier to explain to the insurance company. Lord knows, they haven't even covered half of the dings in the time machine. They keep calling, and they keep saying temporal matters are not something that falls under their department. I called one of them, and they just hung up on me. Ah, what is a time traveler to do? Ah, uh, then again, it wasn't all terrible. No, yes it was. It was terrible. But for a good cause. Yes, this indulgence has exposed me to untold horrors. A zeppelin engulfed in flames consuming all of its passengers and crew. Hoarders killed, literally smothered under their own life choices. A martyr who chose death over the suffering I created for her. I've also witnessed autistic geniuses take their first steps towards cultural significance. And I did meet God, even if I don't have any proof of it. Well, perhaps that's for the best. Yes, perhaps proving God's existence would take away from the mystery that gives faith its power. After all, even a master logician like René Descartes ultimately failed to prove the existence of a higher being through mathematical philosophy. So why would anyone believe a recording? Especially when such things can be doctored and manipulated. <laughs> I could even imagine that it wasn't God at all. Just some idiot talking into his phone with a filter added to it and some cardboard cheaply paper machine on. Ahem. I suppose in the end I just needed to give myself the old talking cure. I was overwhelmed with the theological and scientific implications of speaking with the creator of the universe and just needed to sit down with myself and process it. Yes, perhaps the time I needed to spend was with me all along. Perhaps, perhaps, the greatest journey was the friend I made along the way. Myself. Well, this has turned out to be quite a jolly good debriefing. I'll certainly spend fewer nights staying awake wrestling with life's deepest existential questions. But now that I know that God exists, what if he doesn't like me? He certainly didn't seem very pleased with me. Oh dear. Tell you what. How about I travel to time's most difficult eras and solve their problems, making life better for millions of people? That would be good, right? You'd be happy with me then! Uh, you'd be happy with me doing that? Give me a sign! Or no sign! Yes, yes! If, if, if you'd like me to continue playing with time, give me no sign whatsoever, God!
Oh dear, that must be a storm coming in. Ryan, join me next time as I go to Trenton, New Jersey on Christmas 1776. Or speak with General George Washington about his regiment of women who served in the army as men. And find out what did cross-dressing Della wear on the restry of History's Mysteries. Hey everybody, this is Aaron Fletcher-Smith along with... Dan Grubb. Oh, you're here. Hi. Um, we're going to be doing three more episodes of The Restory of History's Mysteries. And then we're going to go on break. We're going to do a little bit of marketing and try and push this product as much as we can into all orifices. That's not true. Because that's, that's the fun part. When that is... When you start a podcast, what you really want, you, you want to fast forward through all the writing and performing and editing and just get right to the marketing. That's where the real joy and beauty and creativity comes out and shines. Absolutely. The fun of doing Niles' voice day in, day out pales in comparison to writing urgent desperate letters to people that I've never met saying, please, for the love of God, will you please try out our podcast? We have poured our heart and soul into it only to receive nothing in response. Let me tell you, that gets me through my day. Hey, hey, internet stranger, click this button. And what button would that be, Dan Grubb of Restory of History's Mysteries fame? Uh... The one on whatever program you're listening to this on that says tell everyone you know about it because it's really great. Yes, do that exactly, humble podcast listener. And because I'm coming up with a ridiculous budget of things that I would love to spend your money on, please, if you have the ability and if you have a few extra dollars or a hundred, really, any's fine. Um, if you would be so kind as to uh, help us rattle our spare change jar, our PayPal address is restorypodcast at gmail.com. That's R-E-S-T-O-R-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. We have some ideas that we are kind of uh, banging around in the old uh, brain pan there that might help bring the show to a larger audience. And uh, we'd love it if uh, you could help us with that because we're poor. And uh, whether you're poor or not, uh, something you could always do is, you know, tell everyone you know and everyone that you don't know on the bus, at work, on the street. Instead of catcalling women, podcast call them and say, hey, stranger, listen to Restory History's Mysteries. And they'll say, what's that? And then you'll shout the whole premise at them from across the street. Absolutely. During, they love that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, Dan, Dan is right on the money. Every time that you have an agile scrum meeting, during the beginning of your scrum meeting, when somebody asks you for your daily status, you say, you know, I didn't make a lot of progress, but I did listen to this week's Restory of History's Mysteries. And then that and, starts a dialogue. And in the next two weeks, I plan on listening to four more. Exactly. I had a, I had one of those meetings this morning. Yep. yep. They're great. Oh, they're, they are salt of the something. But yes. Wounds? 
you know, I'm going to go with that. Salt of the slug, is that, that's oh, a statement that's, these that's, days, right? The millennials say that? I don't know. Yes. Yes. Salt of the slug gacado toast. That bit you. Exactly. That bit you. Yeah. Well, that's enough talking. Donate to our podcast. Please, for the love of God, we'd like to be more famous than we are now. <laughs> and that's all I have to say. So goodbye. The end. I mean, goodbye. That too.